Hello, my name is Evan Stoltman. Today is March 21st, 2020, day five of quarantine. The nightmare continues to unfold in front of the world's eyes. These updates will not attempt to comfort those listening. In fact, it may do the opposite. In times like these, I don't know if there's room for comfort, only room for truth, reflection, and action. As the country of Italy gets ravaged by the disease, it seems as if comfort was partially to blame for the amount of death that has come out of one of the most beautiful and culturally significant countries on the planet. How were we not prepared for this? As the total cases of COVID-19 eclipses a quarter of a million infections, it is moving faster than we can comprehend. It took 14 weeks to get from 1 to 125,000 cases worldwide, and to double that number, it only took 9 days. Italy now has 47,000 cases, and 4,000 people are dead, eclipsing the number of reported uh, eclipsing the number of reported deaths in China. 627 Italians succumbed to the disease on March 19th, over 40% increase of deaths from the day before. This is heart-wrenching. As more numbers like this, as more numbers like these come out, it is getting harder and harder to believe the numbers coming out of China. As we know, Italy has a much more advanced health system. However, the destruction seems much more rampant. We must remember we have countries around the world who have managed to slow the spread significantly, and these horrific numbers can be stopped. It is up to us. Even with the horrifying accounts coming out of the hardest-hit countries, Canadians and Americans seem to still be taking this situation lightly. Yesterday in Toronto, a crowd gathered as the... Yesterday in Toronto, a crowd gathered as they lined up outside of EB Games waiting for the release of a new video game, ignoring the calls of crucial social distancing, with some in the crowd even saying they live with their grandparents. When will we learn? As we watch Italy, many data analysis have shown how closely the trends correlate between the infections in Italy as they do in the U.S., with the United States being only 11 days behind. Preparing for a head-on collision with COVID-19, the United States has started to build hospitals and empty sporting arenas and venues, as we saw in China just a few weeks ago. California is now using empty hotels and motels to house a homeless population of 100,000 people, as the many tent cities in the southern United States are ticking time bombs. Canada has started the same drastic actions, as Justin Trudeau announces they will open hotels to be used as temporary hospitals for those who will need intensive care as limited hospital space rapidly fills. Countries who have countries who have had incredible responses to this pandemic are now reaching out to the world to help. Taiwan should be massively credited for the ability for the ability to stop the spread of COVID-19 within their country, and now they have a chance to help. The Taiwanese government is now donating roughly 100,000 masks per week to the U.S. that they so desperately need. The world has been flipped 180 degrees, and many who are at home anxious to get back to life as it was, they are wondering, when will this end? As we have seen in our daily life, many institutions at the beginning of this crisis, such as schools, announced they would be only closing temporarily, and there was glimmers of hope that these shutdowns would only last a few weeks. However, that narrative is rapidly changing by the hour. Imperial College from the UK has made alarming comparisons of what we are dealing with today and the similarities to the not-so-recent pandemic of 1918. 
This pandemic was labeled as the Spanish flu and ravaged the world. The Spanish flu infected 500 million people, about a quarter of the world's population, from January 1918 through December 1920. The death toll is estimated to have been anywhere from 17 million to 50 million people, and possibly as high as 100 million, making it one of the deadliest epidemics in human history. The Spanish flu is a truly frightening comparison. Not only the numbers are utterly paralyzing, but also the time frame. The Spanish flu lasted almost two years, with multiple waves of infection hitting society as they attempted to cope with the huge amount of infections. The Imperial College has stated the characteristics of the novel coronavirus are similar to those of the Spanish flu, and have stated the drastic measures of social distancing could last anywhere from 12 to 18 months. That time frame is a far cry away from the initial estimates many believed our lives would need to be altered drastically. This is not a call for panic. This is a call for sobering thoughts. We have come a long way as a species on this planet, and our communication globally and medical infrastructure are clearly much more capable and much more advanced as they were during the First World War. However, the media should not attempt to comfort us or hide information to allow those in power to continue to profit. The media should attempt to reveal truths to the public so we have time to prepare, not only physically, but mentally as well. The world almost seems as if they have been sucker-punched by the rapid growth of this virus because the majority have been left in the dark. There have been reports that many U.S. officials knew exactly of the catastrophic damage this virus could do to the American public and the world. A Republican senator who is the chairman of the Senate Intelligence Committee could be facing up to 20 years in jail for selling millions of dollars in hotel stocks after receiving intelligence briefings on the impacts of the coronavirus around February 13th. That same senator continued to reassure the public that it is not that big of a deal. Him and four other senators have found to be what is called insider trading, which is highly illegal, while the regular, working-class people have seen their hard-earned money sink in the greatest fall the stock market has seen since the Great Depression of 1929. As he walks away with millions of dollars of profits, workers who were previously cast off in society as low-skilled laborers become our vital lifelines that allow the public to access food and essentials through grocery stores and pharmacies. Many of these workers are now bearing the burden of the decision of those in power. As this pandemic is shaping up to be a grueling fight that will not only test the structures we have built modern society upon, but also will test each of us as individuals and a species as a whole. We no longer have the distractions of everyday entertainment and social interaction. We are being confronted with darkness and must be prepared to not fall victim to our mental fragility, as our society and our loved ones need us. Confront and embrace fear, become whole, and fight against the Goliath like humanity has done for generations upon generations. Wash your hands, pay attention, and remain calm. I will now end with a quote from the 32nd President of the United States, Franklin D. Roosevelt, who led America out of the Great Depression of 1929. These unhappy times call for the building of plans that rest upon the forgotten, the unorganized, but the indispensable units of economic power, for plans like those of 1917, that build from the bottom up and not from the top down, that put their faith once more in the forgotten man at the bottom of the economic pyramid. Thank you. Stay safe.